Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Roadmap from Auto Finance News since 1996, the nation's leading newsletter on automotive lending and leasing. It's Monday, July 11th, and I'm Joey Pizzolatto, joined by Amanda Harris. This is our weekly wrap on what happened in auto finance for the week ending July 8th, 2022. In general economic news, the U6 unemployment rate, a broad measure that includes discouraged and underemployed workers, hit an all-time low of 6.7% last month, dating back to 1994. The measurement indicates that layoffs and dismissals are low, but employers continue to struggle to hire qualified workers as the pool of workers searching for jobs narrows and labor demand outpaces supply. U.S. job openings remained at 11.3 million in May, equaling about two job openings for every unemployed person. In automotive, Volkswagen has selected BMP Paribas, Deutsche Bank, and Morgan Stanley as additional underwriters for the manufacturer's planned initial public offering of Porsche. The IPO expected to value Porsche at about $91.5 billion, which would be the largest IPO in Europe. Meanwhile, California-based electric vehicle startup Rivian Automotive built over 4,400 vehicles in the second quarter, up from 2,500 around in the first quarter, putting the company back on track to produce 25,000 units across three products, throughout the end of the year. In auto finance, subprime lender Consumer Portfolio Services doubled its, cre its credit facility with Aries Agent Services to 200 million. The credit facility was amended June 28th, allowing the lender to borrow funds on a revolving basis through January 31st, 2024. Consumer Portfolio Services has turned artificial intelligence and machine learning to grow its original origination volume um, and the AI and machine learning systems serve across the CPS's credit, dealer, and payment models. Meanwhile, CarMax Auto Finance, Hyundai Capital America, Santander Consumer USA, and Vroom also came to market with $4 billion in prime and subprime ABS deals, all of which are expected to close July 20th. CarMax plans to close a $1.2 billion deal. Hyundai's deal totals $1.4 billion and Santander's deal of $1.2 billion is its fourth subprime ABS transaction of the year. Room's captive, United Auto Credit, is set to close a $225 million deal. Year-to-date, auto ABS volume has been dovetailing with 2021 year-to-date volume over the past few weeks. Also last week, used vehicle values again fluctuated. Amanda, what's going on in the used market? Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. So last week we got the new Mannheim Used Vehicle Value Index, um, and it did dip down for the first time after about three consecutive months of uh, increasing again. Um, we're not talking about you know huge increases or or dips. Uh, so in June it dipped 1.3 percent month over month to 219.9. So it's still 9.7% higher than this time last year. Um, so, you know, vehicle value is still very elevated after they shot up like crazy um, after the pandemic. So still very elevated, but there's a couple of factors that are just leading to lots of fluctuation in the used car market. And as I'll mention in a minute, that will lead to quite a bit of change in the next few years, next three to five years down the road as well. But inventory, uh, one of the factors inventory is getting a little bit better. 
Uh, so days supply into June at 48 days, that's compared with 39 days at this time last year. Um, and that is above the industry norm of 40 days. That is mainly due to slowing vehicle sales because prices are still very elevated. There's hardly any incentives out there. Um, and there's also still just not a lot of not a lot of inventory, even though it is improving. So people are kind of pulling back on the sales side. Um, so that obviously is fluctuating prices a little bit. And that's why we see that that tick down some. Um, still use retail sales did increase 5% month over month in June, but again, they're down 13% year over year and down 11% compared to 2019 before the pandemic hit. So still not really coming back to pre-pandemic levels. Um, and you know, with inflation happening, rising interest rates, uh, consumers are really still pretty concerned right now. Um, so that might mean that people pull back even further in the coming months. We're just not quite sure, you know, things have fluctuated so much every month. We're not sure if next month we'll see an uptick again or if we'll keep going down. So really it's just um, to be seen still because it has been fluctuating so much with everything changing going on. Now looking forward um, with inventory being tight right now um, on both the used market and the new market, so a couple of factors that we're, we're kind of following is uh, leasing still way down, uh, new vehicle production probably won't come back to normal levels. I put that in quotes because we don't really know what normal will look like in a few years, um, but until at least 2025, um, rental sales and rental feeds really pretty low right now. So those are all factors that would normally contribute to our you know, used market in about three years. Vehicles coming off lease, vehicles being sold off fleet, uh, new vehicles being sold right now would normally enter the used market in a couple of years. So all that's kind of being dampened right now will end up affecting the new vehicle market and the used vehicle market in three years. So what will happen is because we have fewer vehicles that will be entering the used market in like 2025, 2026, um, the wholesale market will be very much impacted. Um, so we're gonna see, you know, by 2027, 2028, these supply train constraints seen today will end up being um, to where the wholesale values will not, um, they, they will be impacted around that time. So right now the kind of thought is, you know, with everything going on, we're not gonna have the conditions that really create a major decline in values beyond like normal depreciation because there's not a lot of vehicles coming into the market around that time that will end up impacting and, and bringing a lot of inventory to the market to bring down wholesale values um, by then. So we're really gonna be looking into this. It's actually gonna be our feature uh, coming up. So I'll have a lot more information on exactly what those factors will be, exactly what uh, the new vehicle market and the wholesale values will look like come 2027, 2028. Um, but right now we know that things happening now are definitely gonna define how things are gonna look then. Those kind of takeaways right now. Great, couldn't have said it better myself. Um, that about does it for today's episode. As a reminder, don't forget to register for the Auto Finance Summit, which returns to the Win Las Vegas, October 26th through the 28th. Um, we are also welcoming speaker nominations uh, to come join our speaker faculty at the conference. So if you're a lender and you would like to participate, please reach out to us. We would love to have you.
Uh, thanks for joining us on the roadmap and follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn. We will see you online at autofinancenews.net and here next time.